Hello, and welcome to the STC Fit Learning Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Jason Galea, and I'll be joined by Ben Scott. Thanks for joining us on our way to creating 1 million positive outcomes in personal training by 2030. The podcast is brought to you by STC Fit Learning's Coaches Collective, a premium business mentoring service for PTs who want to attract the clients they want, earn a higher income, and have a long, sustainable fitness career. If you enjoy the episode, please like, share, and subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. A five-star review goes a long way to helping us reach more people just like you. Hope you enjoy the episode. How are you, Jason? Yeah, good, bro. How are you? <laughs> I was about to speak as you put the water to your mouth. So oh, really? It's not going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> early morning, mate. What's going on? Tired as... Early um, morning. Yeah. We're getting um the photos. Some fancy edited, heavily edited photos yeah. for our house to go on the market. So we can look at it and be like, that's not what that looks like when we get there. Yeah, 100%. It'd yeah. be like edited for sure. Yeah. Like the colours and stuff. Like when they do like pictures of the house at night time and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're coming at... I thought that. I was like, I wonder what time they're going to come. And I was like, oh, if they come at like sundown, like that's kind of inconvenient for me. Yeah. Um, But no, they're coming during the day. So, yep. not that it will well, be heavy. Maybe that's a compliment to your house that they don't have to... Have, yeah, the, they, have it dark with the front lights on so the house looks much yeah, yeah. I mean, I said I said that before, like as if I live in a shithole, but I, the house is quite nice. Yeah. So it's just like because it's yours, you're just like meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, and because you've because you've sold it to or like you're selling it, it's like I don't have an attachment to it anymore. Yeah, and yeah, like and it's just normal for you. So other people are like, oh, this is a really nice house, and I'm like, mm. oh, really? Awesome. Buy it from me. Yeah. <laughs> do it quickly because I can't yeah. be bothered. Oh, now I should make like, we should do a podcast on selling a house and I'm just going to be like, no, never leave. Don't ever do Don't it. Don't ever do it. <laughs> this is all the stuff involved. I'll just keep ranting forever. Steph and I were like, so they come over to stage the house last night and I'll, I don't know, for some reason I was just like, oh, cool to just be like a couple of beds and a cash. I'll just dump them in there and, and leave. Yeah. And then it was like boxes of yeah. shit. Like yeah. pillows and blankets and all these little like you know, ornaments Trinkets. and shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's fucking not it. Like <laughs> we have this little fucking table as we walk in. I nearly took it out last night because like, yeah, me just fucking waddling down the hallway, <laughs> like, you know, in the middle of the night. And I was like, fuck, there's something here now. Um. So yeah. And then we we're just like, well, we can't cook because they're mm. all like in the kitchen and making it look fancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just like sitting in the lounge room, we're just sitting in the lounge room eating like a fucking burrito bowl with extra chicken. <laughs> um, and I'm just like fuck this <laughs> Steph's like yeah I'm never moving again yeah. and I was like yes yeah. <laughs> it's like that's saving me a lot of money in the future yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to record that though like yeah. just like bottle this feeling of how yeah. shit it is I know I know that it that, like forget, the words that she came, came out of her mouth aren't true though yeah. yeah yeah. there's been so many things where like along the way I wish I could like soundbite them yeah because I'm like no 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 you said that you forget yeah. this like yeah. oh we'll get all the furniture when we move in just so we get the right stuff and it's like oh we should get this I'm like no 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 we have to wait till we move in the house no 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 we're getting let's go get this <laughs> let's go get this today yeah I'm actually in a bit of a conundrum because all of the shit that we ordered for the house because you try and time it right mm. so that because if they say it takes 11 weeks order it 11 weeks out or maybe even 10 yeah and then if you have a week loo or what, either side you can just like draw it out so I have like a three meter dining table mm-hmm. that I have two weeks to get and we I don't see. move out for another two weeks on top of that. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know where I'm going to put this so three meter diner. Two down. weeks to pick it up from. So I've got where two weeks to pick it up. Yeah. Okay. And then I've, it, we won't move in for another two weeks, maybe three. Awesome. Yeah. And then I have like a three by three meter couch. Yep. Which is on its way. Yep. And then I have like <laughs> a king size bed, and I think eight or ten. I don't think either of those things would even fit in my house. Without yeah, my furniture. We were like, <laughs> where's it going to... I don't even know where I'm going to put it, man. Because like, even the... Like, I got a storage unit. But all it's only like small ones. Like, the big ones, like, businesses use them because it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Than getting a warehouse. Like, if you just, like, ran mm. an online business or if you ran something that was just, you know, a little bit smaller. Yeah, selling clothing and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's just way cheaper to have your stuff yeah. in a in a garage-style kind of storage unit. So, so yeah, I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm just really hoping someone buys my house this weekend. And then it's done. And then I can just put all the shit in the house and yeah. we can just live with just like two houses yeah, worth of furniture. Yeah, back bedrooms and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping that that's the case. So yeah. someone buy my house. Where's the camera? Here, yeah. buy my house. <laughs> I'll give you a good deal. Well, trust me, if, if you're going to get a good deal, now's the time because I'm weak. Yeah. <laughs> He's tired. Yeah. He's over it's it. It's like if you've got a, a, a there's like an, a, a price range. Yeah. It's like, I'll fucking take it. Just hit the bottom Any, part yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my arms are pretty twisted right yeah. now. It's like you'd be able to get a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, actually going to sell my car yeah. the next couple of days. Um, and just buy like a run around because I've realized I've had my car for two and a half years and I've done 12,000 Ks. Yeah, I have that same thought. And I'm thought. like, why am I paying yeah. for this? Yeah. It's sitting in the garage. I, I have that same thought yeah. all the time. And then Steph's the re- Steph's actually the reason we ki- we ha- kept, kept the car. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like, you know, do you ever get that feeling like, you know, now that you've you've had it, like it's fine, it's all right? Yeah. Like, because you know what it's like. Yeah. Because we used to talk about it all the time. It's like, oh, I want something fast. And then it's like, I want something that's kind of like nice. And then yeah. it's like, once you have have it, you're like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of okay. Yeah. But I only drive like... If I was driving, I would probably keep it. Mm. Um, but yeah, like we've, you've got a runaround car as well. You've got the nice car in the runaround. Yeah, that's so true. So like, we'll keep Amy's as the... Yeah, it's true. She's so excited because it gets to go in the garage for the first time. Like brought home a brand new car and parked it in the driveway. She was yeah. like, are you serious? I'm like, oh. Yeah, you got to weigh them up. Like hey, my insurance company never uses this, but yeah, mine, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I can't remember where I was going with that. Cars, I don't remember. That's fine. You're buying a new car. Yeah. So we're gonna gonna get a run around car, which would be exciting. But yeah, mm-hmm. like the I think it was just the losing the attachment things. It's like yeah, you yeah. Can. Oh no. So uh, weights on cars at the moment was the thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was like. I want to go in, say that car's there. Yeah. I have this much cash yeah, and no. I want that. That'll happen in probably like 10 months. And then, yeah, I was looking it up and like every single car at the moment, if for new is mm. at least three, if not five month wait. Yeah. And then because of that, all the dealer, most of the dealer demos, they won't sell them because they can't get them. Yeah. And then anything that's secondhand is overpriced because you can't buy a new one. Yeah. So it's cheaper to buy the new one Yeah. and wait. So it's like my urgency kind of just went away because I was like, oh, I, I want it right now. <laughs> it's like house settlement time to get a car. You'll be able, you'll be able to get a good um, deal on your car. Like, I've, that's the only th- yeah thing that I've thought. Well, that about. was the but other thing. Now's too. the time to. Yeah, I think I've lost <laughs> in three years. I've lost five grand. Yeah, it's nuts. It's like <laughs> insane. Yeah. I should have lost it's that drive. Like no case. I should have lost that driving out the door. Yeah. Well, that was that's based on ones that have done like fifty thousand. Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See I, what the offer actually is. I'm, I'm very intrigued about this whole like 
e- electric vehicle mm. situation. Like yeah. I actually, like if we were able to get electric vehicles now, yeah, um, I'd trade the Merc in and get one. Yeah, I didn't. We're not quite there, hey, infrastructure wise. Mm. Oh, it's more just waiting time. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah like yeah. the EV6, which is probably like you know something that I'd look at is like still they can't get enough. Yeah. As soon as they have like sell them in batches and they just go like that. Yeah, I think it's like a twelve month wait. That Ionic Six that's come yeah, out, yeah. It's like if hopefully we get like a sponsorship or something from like car companies. <laughs> um, yeah, that just got released. That looks sick. Yeah, okay. Um, the new Hyundai looks good. Yeah, it's around that like kind of seventy mark. Yeah, um, maybe eighty if you want the like the extra motor on the front, of course. Yeah. You know, all-wheel drive, which two you, motors and both axles. Which, of course, axles. you do. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, yeah. it's electric power. Like yeah. It's instant Give power. Give me more of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that looks sick, but the same thing. It's like, they're like, oh, we don't know yeah. when you're going to get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, but I reckon like once the electric vehicles start coming and they're more accessible, mm. yeah, I'll probably just drive in and drive out yeah. if I can. Yeah, I reckon I'll probably, hopefully, timing-wise, that'll work for when I sort of move mm. out of the city. Yeah. Um, cause it obviously doing the case would make it worth it yeah. from a, yeah, the infrastructure is getting there too. Like they're getting those like really high powered, um, charging stations at like petrol stations and stuff now. Yeah. We should call them fuel stations. Yeah. they're not petrol stations anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they, yeah. cause like, that's the other thing. It's like, oh yeah, you can charge your car in like half a day. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. like if you don't, don't have, have half a day. if you don't have the high powered charging at home, yeah, there's a triphase or whatever. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, you just plug it into the wall. Yeah. Gives you like five minutes of charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think when I, I haven't looked at it for ages, but it was like you had to pay 15 grand to get the thing on the wall at home and all of that. If you wanted like, to fast yeah. charge it at home, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But I assume eventually houses will just be built with it. You think so? Yeah. It'll just be part of like... Yeah. Fucking Henley homes. Just have we'll solar just have panels it. everywhere, yeah. like up the driveway, in the backyard. <laughs> the whole roof. <laughs> so how was Friday for you, Jace? So our bigger, mm. stronger, faster, bigger, faster, stronger. Bigger, faster, stronger. Intensive. Intensive. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Very outside of your typical... I was, I got, we got to do some practical stuff for the faster and I was moving like an absolute weapon. <laughs> Never felt so nimble. The narrator comes over the top. He was, in fact, not <laughs> moving like that. <laughs> I surprised myself with the level of coordination that I had for the... Um, I think I only saw you do same arm, same leg, maybe once or twice. Yeah. So that's a I had to think about it for a moment. It yeah. was the one where we had to do the double and stop. Yep. Yeah, so you that was... you're doing same arm, same leg yeah, right well, now. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was good but I, I thought I was coordination wise was pretty good yeah yeah for like not having done any of that stuff in Anything. years yeah like years so we spoke the other day you said you're going to put it into your that yeah. little sequence we did into your weekly training yeah well I haven't trained yet because I hurt my neck so. correct yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's still Mav hurt my neck you're still yeah 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 posi- looking positively at it yeah so I wrote a program um, and because I'm a shit coach, I wrote it for someone else and took it for myself. <laughs> it, does that mean I'm a shit coach if I do it for me? No, if you wrote it for them first. Yeah, yeah. Not the but like two people can't do one program, yeah? Uh, yeah. Come on. God. Because you're a shit coach if you do yeah. that, right? No templates. i got a client. He, he, him and I are the same. We're the yep. fucking same. Yeah. Like I'm two inches taller than him. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I'm poor, taller than someone. Poor bloke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like massive chest, massive shoulders, massive yep. quads. And I'm just like, okay, so we are the same. Like yeah. our leverages are exactly the same. And he's so I wrote a program for him and then I was looking at it and I kind of 
when, the way I train myself is different to my clients, right? Yeah. Shock. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of like go in the gym and I'll feel out some movements and write my program As when I'm go. in there. Yeah. Rather than like sitting there for an hour and at in the office and going, oh, okay, so this is what's going to look like. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more of a like go in and ha- and see what this is going to feel like. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked at what I wrote in my notes to what I wrote on this program, they're very similar. Yeah. But like there's a little bit of ab work and a little bit of this. And I so what I've done is I've taken that ab work out and that's when I'll do your running, the running, yeah. the running drills. Yeah. So I was like, it's just a like for like swap, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, um, ish. Yeah, <laughs> why not? How was how was your trunk after the? Well, you saw it all nah, anywhere. No, nah. nah, but like I, I wasn't able to generate yeah. enough. Like I was in that work, that phase where you just like I don't even know what's happening. Like my arms are just fucking. Yeah, arms and knees. Are, I didn't even know I could lift my knees as high as I was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, about to break something. Just lifting my <laughs> knees now. Um. So yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. The, the um, um the a skip is very fucking challenging. Yeah, is that the where you got to the skip is with the bounce? Yeah, so you knee up, bounce on the planted leg, like you're yeah. skipping on a rope. Yeah, that's and the then one change. Like yeah. the um, I find the like the triples, like the you just bang 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 <laughs> stop, bang 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 stop. Like they're okay. It's the bounce for me. Like I can't get yeah. that. The I feel like I did all right with floor. it. I, I did all right with that one actually. I didn't, I didn't do too bad. No, we used to do that. Not, they're not hard. I'm just shit then. <laughs> I feel like I, it's got to be like riding a bike at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all we there. used to do all that stuff. It's when all we played. There. I did. I was an athlete. I did play at a high level soccer <laughs> yeah. as a child Yeah. And into my teens. So it's yeah. all there. Yeah. I didn't, like, if I drop like 15 kilos, like it, it'll come back. Yeah. 100%. Yes. <laughs> so I had a, I had a chat with Max yesterday and I was just like, this like training for health thing. It's just like, it's not getting me out of bed. I'm fucking bored. Yeah. So I found this like, um, it's a CrossFit gym in America or something. They have a criteria for you to be able to enter their classes, their advanced classes, which then is like their competitors. Yeah. So it's like, you have to be able to do all this just to come to the class. And I was like, okay, I want to be able to do all that. Yeah. Um, I don't have my phone, so I can't read it out to you, but it's like, Pistols. You use my phone to, to get uh, it or no it's okay. okay just it it'd be boring to read it out anyway but yeah. like yeah so it's like the <laughs> it's things that crossfit so the, i was like yeah the things that scare me the most is going to be like handstand walks yeah um pistol squats that's one leg with the other leg yeah out. 20 you yeah Remember at the Bucks? It didn't go well. I don't remember Couldn't the do Bucks. <laughs> All I remember is doing like 400,000 push-ups. I'm pretty sure there was 50 bucks on the table for me to do one pistol squat. I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a few other things. And then like ollie lifts and a few other gymnastics movements and yeah. stuff. Um, Max sort of thinks that like with the ollie lifts, I'll be strong enough to just muscle it. Um, the pistol squats? No, no, no. The, the Olympic lift stuff. Oh. Yeah, so there's like a snatch number and a um, clean and press number. Yeah, okay. it's like a standard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, you should be able to just muscle them. Be fine. Mm. So, yeah, change of change of training direction. But yeah, Friday was good. I had a. Mm. I'm curious as to because I've obviously started to move that direction with my own training. Done a little bit of like um, investigation myself, and my week's training kind of looked like that. Yep. For you, how was it? Obviously, presenting about hypertrophy for people who want to be athletic. Yeah. And then like Carl and Max talking about like actually producing speed and power and yeah, yeah. Pro- programming that across the board. Well, I got the I got off lightly because I just went in first and just 
didn't really reference it that much. Yeah. And kind of was like, yeah, they'll talk about how to do all that <laughs> stuff. I'll just tell you about how to, the meat and potatoes of getting jacked. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's not as complicated, like it's not as complicated as people make out. Mm. You know, I think that uh, when you get some skin in the game, there's a there's a large amount of crossover that, that happens when you've got the task that the person needs to do for whatever you know sport it is that they do mm. and then you just you're just pulling in an element that they need to amplify yeah and just making sure that they maintain a degree of the task that they're you know you're trying to train or the the exercises that are reflecting the tasks yeah and then it's just making sure you don't go too far yeah you know because with with muscle growth like you can go too far with someone who has who needs more for their activity you can spill like you know you can do that yeah. spillover effect like you know um getting that big that you can't hold something or yeah getting that big that like you know i use the reference of like um when Co- kobe got jacked one season um and then his shot was shit yeah and he was like nah this is not working so then drop the weight yeah so it's like you can go too far with the you know, yeah but it's like clanging and banging in the post is like it's good to have some size but then it's like what's your main what's objective yeah, yeah that's it and it's like what physical characteristics do you need to support to that. that and then it's like okay so we just want to sit on that higher end yeah. you know and it'd be the same with most other sports as well like we you, we referenced nfl a fair bit for a bunch of Aussie yeah. guys <laughs> and <laughs> i they, think they're just the most impressive athletes well yeah they well, are especially the ones that are, have to run like most the, most of us want to be look yeah be the running backs do, like yeah. a wide receiver yeah. wide receiver like running back yeah. is like those two yeah you're just like they're the fucking most weapons they're the most desirable athletes yeah like when you if you look at it from like athletic ability yeah and a combination of aesthetics as well yeah so they can I don't know about trying to find jeans for a running back's ass though yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> some thick ball man they can sprint like you know what's their 40 yard dash like Stupid. seconds yeah. and then they can literally stop and change direction on a yeah. dime and move yeah. it's like it's incredible and like yeah. and jump and spin and yeah. cut and yeah. and take like take it's, force yeah, yeah like it's it's nuts um so yeah uh, i think that yeah but even then it's like that person's like got a ceiling of like how big they can get yeah you know like yeah because there's stuff about to move yeah because yeah. yeah that's right it's going to affect whatever it is so i think like from that perspective like it wasn't that difficult like the boys did a great job of like articulating how to do you know their elements of it and then yeah. it was more of a like you know we all said it as just like what's the main focus for the t- for the athlete at the time yeah um you know once someone's got the muscle mass it's very easy to keep it mm. i think that's something that's you know important to understand as well it's like you don't need to do too much to maintain the, you don't need to do anywhere near as much to maintain the muscle as it was to achieve it yeah and i think it's just about like you know getting it getting the periodization right yeah so it's just like where in the macro cycle is it best used to put yeah. on size and it's probably going to be like for athletes or whoever like the periods where they're not playing this sport or yeah you know not doing a lot of the the main tasks that they have well, the, yeah <clears throat> while the boys aren't here we'll compliment them i think they do yeah. a, i think they do a really good job of bringing down anxiety around that kind of whole world yeah because like i i would have looked at that six months ago at the thought of programming an snc program and just been like Nah, I've fucking got no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. But you could sort of go in and like you said, it's like, oh, it's the same principles. You just got to like learn each little thing, mm. um, understand how it impacts volume and recovery and all of those mm. kind of things. But yeah, I, I, I took a lot away from it. I took a lot more confidence 
a way that what I'm already doing for those type of clients is good mm. um, and then ha- <clears throat> how to like continue to, to improve it, I guess. Yep. Because most of it's yep. like the same. It's like you have a starting point and then you see how that works for the first program and then mm. you adjust accordingly. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a good day. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Just didn't have enough time. Yeah, you know, it would have been nice to do a full weekend. That would be sick. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I think that's where like the it, it should probably move. Yeah. Because like, even just running through all the things that I spoke about. Yeah. It's like, you know, done. Th- I've done three hours on this component. Three yeah. hours on this component. Three yeah. hours at least. So I was being a nine-hour workshop, or yeah. nine hours of like speaking. Yeah. In into sixty, minutes. 60 to ninety <laughs> minutes. So it really wasn't intensive. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be good to have a bit more time to just go, you know, into the into the weeds on it yeah and then i just scared the shit out of people with mine yeah so yeah. we we had for those <clears throat> for the listeners i'll tell you but for the listeners, <laughs> um we did we basically designed a reel so what happens with most people when they go to seminars is they do the seminar they leave the seminar excited that was really cool i learned heaps blah 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 they get to work on monday and nothing fucking happens they don't change anything in their business they can't actually articulate what they learned to the client so there's really no like applications just like maybe four pieces of knowledge stay within your circle and you keep going so what i thought would be the best thing to do was like use our um, content generator and how we write content based on the client problem model yeah so it's like okay so what was your takeaway from today and i think the one we used was like your volume landmarks came up so it's like oh like understanding volume landmarks blah 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 it's like okay so what does the client actually care about how does mm. that represent it's like oh well a lot of my clients burn out every four weeks because they train too much or they were before they came to me sort of thing it's like okay cool so let's talk about that yeah and then yeah i think they're all like oh this is cool we're writing it out and i'll be able to go make a post and i was like yeah. all right go, go find a corner it. of the gym and film it everyone was just like one girl nearly went home yeah she was like oh have we got much left i'm a i'm a head out i'm like hey if you want to go you can go I think that was enough to be like, fine, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the post go up yet, but hey, at least you filmed it. So that's good. It's good to see. Yeah, I've seen a couple already. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mel's good. did really, really well. I think she's she messaged me yesterday. Actually, she did a second one on another topic from it and they've both gone to 4,000 like instantly views yeah. uh, for her reels, which is ab- like over um, mm. top end of her regular views. Yeah. Which is good. So yeah, yeah. I think looking at how it all ran i'm i'm really uh, i think it was really positive how it all came together having a couple of days would be sick mm. um so then we could do more practical stuff yeah yeah so i'd like to get them to like write a blog and stuff like that they yep. can, a resource which is yep. something we're going to talk about today if we actually ever start yeah content for the episode well maybe we should <laughs> so i've got a photographer coming to my house yeah so the heading for today's episode was how to take a holiday as a personal trainer Yep. So because of on the workshop, we had a couple of people that were like, oh, I've got clients on Friday morning. I can't come sort of things. Like, It's funny because what we teach to come, <laughs> like we teach you how to be able to take that time off. Yeah. But we ran the workshop when you needed to be able to take the time off already. So it didn't... Yeah, uh, we ran the workshop like as if you'd already... You'd already learned, learned what we were, what we're about to tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> or what we should teach you. Yeah. So... <laughs> One of the big things with PTs and like we've had um, trainers come through standout PT that are like, 
having anxiety attacks almost because they're sick and they're going to miss a session miss a day in the gym and that kind of stuff so really important to be able to have a business that allows you to not be there sometimes and still get paid yeah so whether that's a sick day whether it's holidays whether it's your clients going on holidays like to try and bring some um steady flow to your income Mm. uh, over over a period of time yep so the starting point for that is going to be in your documentation. Like your sign-up process, what's involved, and essentially we call it a client agreement. It's essentially terms and conditions of working with yeah. us. So a couple of things that PTs still don't do, which I forget that they don't do, but they don't. Minimum term is 12 weeks. Yeah. The first thing. Remember, everything's going to be front-loaded. It's going to take you 12 weeks to get a substantial outcome with the person. Always... Without a question, always a 12-week minimum. Yeah. So that leads us to a lot of PTs now are like using Stripe and a few other kind of models like that that you can't set a minimum term because it's like it's easier than a direct debit system. Yeah. It's not if you don't keep the people. Yeah. Like what? what's the stat of how much harder it is to get a new client? Uh, well, it's 25 times the resources. Times, yeah. So thinking about just managing your direct debits for an hour a week to keep all of your clients for a minimum of 12, like I would say that trade-off is pretty good. Yeah. And none of this other stuff really works if you don't have the direct debit model going either. Mm. Um, in terms of companies, like you can choose your own. We use Debit Success because we sell higher ticket items and the debt collection stuff is worthwhile to us. Um, we've used Easy Debit in the past. You've used Easy Pay uh, back in the day. Sounds, I don't know. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just shop around and find the right one for where you're at. Mm. And then the big thing to consider, and we've moved around based on this, is like the overdue charges that go to your clients. Mm. So I think um, Easy Debit bumped up to like 20 bucks or something for a dishonor fee. And that was when we left them. Yeah. Like, That's fucking someone said they much. maybe they bought it back down. I have heard that they did. Yeah. 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 Probably wasn't a good move. Yeah. So, yeah, signing people to a 12-week minimum term, direct debit, done. Definitely do that. Yeah. Second thing inside that is you want to have the idea or the, um, I guess, clause or um, term or condition in your contract that says that you'll pay every week and if you miss sessions, they're caught up. Yeah. So, you still, as a trainer, have the scope if someone messages you like, hey, I can't do this week to make up that session for them, you can put in a 24-hour cancellation. So if they don't come, they don't tell you, they lose the session. But if they do tell you, you can do catch-ups mm. and move around that, which starts to flow into this like, hey, I'm actually sick as a dog <laughs> and I can't come in today. Yeah, We're going to catch up your session over the next one or two weeks or whatever. Mm. Um, When did you start? Do you remember when you started doing that? Um, well, would have been, you know, when you and I started working together. Because mm. before that, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. <laughs> just taking so, cash, probably. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, you know, just Christmas. Christmas yeah. took two weeks off, just never got paid for okay. it. Yeah. Um, you know, went to Thailand for a month. Yeah. Oh, that was all right. I got, I was a bit crafty. Got, I think you just trained my clients <laughs> yeah. first time. Um, so yeah, I just like would subcontract that. But like, yeah, yeah, if I was sick or anything like that, it was just like take the hit, take the hit. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I just didn't really, I was just trading time for money. Yeah. 
So you want to have in your agreement that if either of you are away, that those sessions be made up. So the way we term ours is the membership. So you're yeah. not paying for sessions, you pay for a membership and included in those sessions, in the membership are the sessions. So we move on from that. Um, what have we got in the notes there? So you've got your T's and C's, your client agreement. You want to put that probably as many times as you can. So when they sign the direct debit, it should be in the T's and C's there. Then you want to have like a roles, um, a roles and responsibilities type thing, like expectations of you, expectations of the yep. client. So that's communicated again because most people won't read their T's and C's. Mm. Um, yep. And so you're always just consistently talking about it. What other documents did I have in there? No, I think we're good for documents. Sweet. So um, now it's taking making that shift towards like not trading time for money. Yeah. In the session, like how do we do that? Yeah. So if you are going to sell that you've got a membership, <clears throat> what's your membership to? Yeah. What else is there? So if you're starting out or to be honest, even if you're a long way in, it's really easy to sit comfortably and just churning out sessions week to week. Um, so it's like, okay, well, what things can we do to create an environment that sustains an outcome when you're there, not there? Yeah. Hey guys, hope you are enjoying this week's episode. If you are, please remember to like, share and subscribe. Don't forget to head to the website where we have all our free resources, gifts, products, services and merch for you guys to enjoy. All right, let's head back to the episode. So one of the, the main things we always get pushed back on is 30 minute sessions. Yep. People always freak out because they're like, oh, I can't do everything in that much time. Yeah. But it's on purpose because <laughs> it ties into this. Yeah. Yes, it's more dollar, uh, more money per minute. You can charge more, you get more session frequency, etc. All of that is great. Mm. From this context, if you can teach someone to warm up by themselves, do some of the session with you and then train by themselves to finish the session, they've got that appointment to show up so they've got that accountability, but they're also building the confidence and skill set that they need to be able to train by themselves. Yeah. Because very few of your, a low percentage of your clients are going to want to pay you to train four times a week. Yeah. And you probably don't want to train them four times a week. No Because there's not many people that you want to hang out with four times a week. Yeah. So if they're doing one or two sessions, you need them showing up by themselves for the other two. If you're away for two weeks, you need to show up to get them to show up eight times without you there. Yeah. So getting them to do that stuff by themselves is vital in making that work yeah it's that taking that shift towards autonomy away from dependence which is what like a lot of trainers think there's going to be a better offers like making that person reliant and dependent on the trainer so that they're going to stay but if yeah if those you know if you want to take time off and stuff like you're shackling yourself to your business just with like your thought process behind that yeah and then it's not encouraging that person to go off and do you know there's seven days in a week so if they're only seeing you once or twice, even three, yeah. it's like, what are they doing on those other days? Yeah. You know, are they learning and skills and establishing habits to, you know, maintain their goals or, you know, work towards them? It's like, it's highly unlikely. Yeah. So moving towards an autonomous approach of coaching, which is giving them situations where, you know, they're comfortable, they're accountable and they're working with you and then going, okay, so you just got to finish this bit off. Mm. I'll be in the gym. So if you've got any questions, let me know, which they don't. Yeah. Um, and it's always just the fluff and buff stuff at the end. You guys do the meat and potato stuff at the start. It's like the the confidence that that gives that person to go into the gym on their own and do their own program is huge. Yeah. And then 
it's not an accident they train five days a week and yeah. might only get to a point where they see you once a week and you can kind of shift your t- your focus to another person because they need more time and you know yeah. get more clients or whatever even transfer them online you know once you create yeah. that autonomy it's like how many trainers want to start <coughs> online businesses yeah it's one of those it's the easiest you know pathway yeah. to online coaching your is your current client base especially yeah. those ones where you feel like you're just babysitting them mm. you've got a good relationship and it's just a habit now yeah it's like if you just sit there and you're not troubleshooting anything and you're not really kind of giving much to the session just because that person's at a point where they haven't realized yet that they need the structure and the accountability but not maybe necessarily like the nuanced coaching yeah. in the session it's probably a perfect <laughs> opportunity to be like cool you're gonna take way more advantage of this online system than what we're doing now yeah and then get somebody else in yeah, hundred percent. There's, there's a lot in that, both in terms of your ability to create value when you're not there, but also just actually getting results. Like the fear yeah. you said of losing a client, it's like if you're getting them results, they won't leave. Yeah, and are they more likely to get results on if they're showing up three, four days a week without mm-hmm. you, or if they're just doing the one session, two sessions they see you every yeah. time? Yeah, how frustrating would it be as well every week just talking to the same person about the fact yeah. that they didn't really show up yeah. but you're not really doing anything to help facilitate that as well yeah. it's like that's just a very unfulfilling cycle yeah. to kind of spend every day in yeah so then other stuff that you want to kind of layer on top of that is making sure again it's that fear the reason trainers don't give out programs is because they're scared that if i give a program they'll do it by themselves they won't <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they could have downloaded a program from the internet before they met you yeah and they weren't doing that so yeah like maybe they won't yeah um maybe 90, do your job 99.9 percent of the time they won't because your job is to get the outcome for them and it's more yeah. than just what's on the program so jobs to be good at writing programs too correct yeah right. so program that's going to obviously allow them to do those extra sessions and stuff so if you're away again they know what to do yep. wake up sick hey you're on you know what to do with your session yeah session four today whatever of your program um let me know how you go mm. off you go you're on holidays sweet your program's up to date there's enough in there um for the next two three weeks that i'm away in you go yep then from there um like we we obviously have a hybrid model already and I think everyone should have some variation of a hybrid model. I used to sort of say that like a weekly check-in was a good idea for a face-to-face business. I'm not sold on that anymore. I think yeah, check-ins, are, check-ins should be done from a client perspective but executed in the session. Yeah. So the way I run mine now with my face-to-face guys is like fill out all the data before you get here during the session, during your rest periods, we'll go through it all. Mm. So tell me about this, tell me about this, tell me about this. Mm. And that gives structure and purpose to the session as well so you're not just fluffing around yep. talking about the weekend all the time. Yep. Um, way more accountable, way more interactive and seems mm. a lot better because I think the biggest problem we've had with the guys coming through standout PT, particularly when they transition from people who never had a check-in and now you're asking for one, mm. they don't do it. Yeah, it's, and trainers get super frustrated like oh, I can't get your results if I don't get your check in it's like we'll just do it with them yeah to start with like even if they haven't filled in their data do it during the session yeah but it's there and you're asking another thing that I find it's super small get your clients to fill out their own program when they train with you yeah 100% like you don't need to be on your tablet entering it it's like you however they're going to do it when they're not with you they should be doing it when they are yeah so then they're learning that that's the standard 
Um, and then same for the check-in. It's like, okay, well, if you haven't completed it, can you fill it out now? Yeah. Enter your KPIs. And then they're like, fuck, this is annoying. So they do it before they come next time. Yeah. And you're able to actually put that in together. Now, when you go away for four weeks, cool. And we, we talked about the note that says it's like a working holiday or a dead holiday. Like you're <laughs> off the grid. You can offer then a check-in. Yeah. Fill in your check-in. Let me know how you're going and I'll send a video while I'm gone and you work one morning a week while you're away and still sustain your entire pay. Yeah. Not a bad outcome. Yeah, 100%. Is that how you manage your face-to-face guys or they still do a full check-in? Um, uh, it depends on the person. Mm. You know, I've got a couple that will do then you know that regular kind of check-in no different to anybody else and then yeah. I've got other people where it's just better suited to just have that <laughs> reflection during the session, which is fine. You know, yeah. I was doing that for best part of eight years you know before i even thought about that check-in system so i think uh, like a check-in is a check-in how you check in like i think i coined it in the mentorship as like um you know like an internal check-in and an external check-in so that internal one is in in the session Mm. external check-ins like you know on the computer yeah um you know in some form of document so like you just need to read the room a bit um and know what's going to be the best for that person for the client yeah 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 and it's not hard it's like how'd you week go last week what'd you do well what'd you not what do we need to work on that's pretty much the check-in yeah because if you get those things like the objective data like how much you weigh and how much do this and like those things will probably get worked out if you just said what you do well and what what haven't you yeah it's like all of those things working on those things and knowing that information is going to be the reason that this person's either yeah. either working towards it or then or they're not yeah yeah so i think um you just have to be a little bit more people have to be a little more fluid mm. just with their method agreed um rather than just <coughs> oh if they don't fill in the spreadsheet like i can't help them it's like we've been coaching people before spreadsheets fuck man like you could play snake on a phone when i <laughs> like when i first got one you know and that was it like yeah so we, we, we've been able to facilitate outcomes elsewhere. It's just like yeah. we're getting a little bit too reliant on just the that system yeah. and that only. It's when, yeah, you just need to be a better coach, I guess, and ask right the right questions. Yeah. Pop the right answers. So we have both, obviously, the data tracker, which is, like you said, that objective measurement kind of stuff, yeah. even with some subjective measurements in it. But it's like data to assess the progress. Yeah. And then you have that second sheet that's more interactive, Mm. Tell me how things went. Mm. Um, we look at training, nutrition, then what went well, what you need to work on, yeah. and then questions. So that is almost like a session structure. So yeah. Tell me about your training the last week. Awesome. Do a set. Tell me about nutrition last week. Do a set. Mm. What was your What was your biggest win last week? Do a set. Yeah. And then, okay, what questions, what, what obstacles do you have right now and how can I help? Yeah. It's literally a guided coaching conversation. Yeah which can happen in rest periods and then because they're used to that structure when you're not there can happen on a spreadsheet yeah and then you've got the ability to go overseas because most personal trainers are in their 20s and want to take holidays and travel and do all that kind of stuff so it's important to be able to shift that when you want to we've had a couple of people um, Mary who we're hoping to get on the podcast soon just like up and move to Bali got Amy who's just jet setting everywhere she's been gone I yep. think three months and just has no return ticket online coaching they were able to do that because they had these structures in place mm. that allowed them to well i can just do this on my computer anywhere in the world yeah uh, which is really cool yeah i think that's the that's the 
like the the test mm. is that if you can just pull yourself out and plug yourself in else anywhere yeah or you can even just say it like i can work from anywhere yeah. like then you're doing all right yeah or even if you a facet of your business can work anywhere because mm. like you guys are probably still on that face-to-face stuff which is really good yeah it's like majority of it can still be plug and play anywhere. Gives yeah, you a bit of flexibility. At least like you can go away and not lose half your business when you come home. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what usually yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go on holidays and, you know, if it's a long one, like three months. Like I've, I've had people at the gym that I used to work with, um, they literally just like canceled training and they're like, yeah, I'll just re... I'll start again. Yeah, I'll just like yeah. sign a new contract when I get back. Yeah. It's like, what? You yeah. start again. Yeah. Yeah, because those clients that you're going to have for the, in three months are going to work with somebody else. Yeah, you know yeah, it's, it's very rough. unlikely they're going to come back. So yeah, yeah, it's just like could have been could it have been done a better way? Yeah, and I think the membership stuff is really where that the, those solid foundations lie because you're not trading the session. The value is not in the Correct. session. It's in the outcome. The value is in the outcome, and the membership facilitates the outcome. Mm. Yeah. So beyond that. We want to start, and this is what we worked on in the workshop yesterday, was like starting to build an ecosystem of resources for your clients. So we've played with lots of different methods to do this. I think when I started creating client resources, it was all in G Drive. It was like mm. links and documents. One folder was like, start here. This is how to use your program, blah, 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 blah. I think the most effective way to do that at the moment would be like YouTube video series. Yeah, I don't know if I would do the G Drive thing again. I think I would make listed and unlisted um, playlists on YouTube that explained all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, YouTube's where it's at. Yeah, so if if it's specific stuff around like like how to read your program, that's an unlisted video that no one else can find. But if it's like tips on sleep management, make it public. Yeah, if it solves the problem for your client, it might solve the problem for someone else that finds it, and then that someone else that finds it wants to work with you. Yeah, so that's an awesome outcome. You've created a resource that then became a piece of marketing material. Mm. The other, I guess, channel you can go down with that is Medium, which is like an article um, hosting website, essentially, almost like an online magazine that you can put articles into. Yeah, and you can make similar things, or you can make like, I guess, not a playlist, a series in there yeah. as well it's specifically about a certain thing so that's also another way you could go about it I would suggest video is probably more interactive for your clients probably yeah. a better way to go about it yeah even a, uh, excuse me even a combination like I think yeah. I was writing uh, like PDFs and then just having hyperlinks yeah to the video so it's yep. like a little bit of text and mm-hmm. you'd make this nice fancy PDF or someone else would you'd pay them to do it well these days you just go on Canva <laughs> well yeah yeah and there's templates and stuff um, yeah. and then yeah you just have the, the text and then the hyperlink and you send them the PDF and they just hit and the link to the video and that's probably going to be you know yeah. a really easy cost effective way for some people starting out to kind of have that's that it. have that the right medium to deliver that information yeah and then from there obviously you can go next level which is yeah. going to be things like Teachable we use Mighty Networks yeah Kajabi yeah you name it there's a few others around that are like education platforms yeah that you can host a course in and then that course is your onboarding it's your client resources it's all of that yeah Um, so what we did with the guys yesterday is basically identify the five areas of their business that they that they cover in their coaching or three to five so for us it's like we talk about mindset talk about training nutrition programming um, and recovery so they're the 
the five areas that we know that if we get everything right within those, we'll get an outcome with the client. Yeah. So what we then went away was like, okay, what inside their men- the mentality pillar do they need to know? It's like, well, we yep. need them to show up. So how do we facilitate that the best way possible? How do we create some intrinsic motivation? Value-based goals, growth ownership mindset. Usually that ticks all the boxes that we need to. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, well, what do they need to know about programming? We write it, but they probably want some buy-in and just the understanding like what actually goes on in the process, what we're thinking about, what's the specific uh, approach that we take. So we create a resource for that as well. Yeah. And then obviously nutrition is a huge one. Like we want all of our clients to be autonomous with their nutrition. We don't write meal plans and that kind of stuff. So they need to have a, a fairly thorough understanding of energy balance, macronutrients, micronutrients, all that kind of stuff to get buy into the process that we're going to do. So there's yeah. lots of resources on that. Mm. And then over time you create, it's you could present it as a course, but really what it is is what you're working through with your clients. Yeah. And if you can sit down and go, well, these are the main problems that my clients have. This is the method I have for coaching and these are all the boxes that I want to tick with the person I'm working with. Yep. If I tick every one of those boxes, do I guarantee I solve all those problems and achieve their goal outcome? If yes, sweet. So this next step is like, for most trainers, they don't even think about what their method is. They've never thought about what areas that they really need to kind of focus on. Yeah. So taking a step back and being like, well, what are my client problems? Like what, what are the clients that I work with actually battling with when they come yeah. to me? And then what do I actually do? So that all those conversations that you offhandedly have with your clients and you have the same conversation 18 times a week with different people, what is that? What are you actually putting in place to get them the result and start documenting that, start making resources for that? All of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, like... We don't even talk about it in the sign-up process, but how many people afterwards are like, holy fuck, like, there's so much yeah. in here. There's so much more than I realized. Or even at the end of a consult, they're like, fuck, you talk about stuff I've never talked about with a PT, yeah, uh, which sets you apart. And then the same, we get it in standout all the time. Like, oh, I sat down with my PT manager and showed him this, and they're like, fuck, I've never seen this before. Yeah. So puts you in a... But the upper tier of that PT space in your gym and then to be able to makes you stand out it does it does make you well done jason (laughs) so any other advice in terms of like being able to take a holiday take a sick day i think that once you stop trading time for money and you develop that membership and you're confident in the way you would like your business to run Mm. because i think that's a there's a lot of confidence that needs to be um developed from the individual to portray it to the clients, remove the fear. It's like, you know, we talk about all the time, like the client runs the business, not the coach or the trainer. Yeah. But I think like a lot of that comes when you make those changes we just spoke about. Yeah. If you actually run a business, then you can, you know, the, the boundaries of the business. So you can tell the people to work within them. Yeah. If you don't have boundaries, like it's, it's the wild west right of course oh you want to take this off you want to do this you want to pay cash you want to tell me when you're coming in and you want to cancel and you want to do this and you know it's like that's breeding that client run business not coach ran business or trainer ran business so yeah i think that like once you have all that stuff and you can have the confidence to stick to it yeah you can just be like oh you know 
couple of months I'll be doing this or in a couple I'll be going away for a couple of weeks or hey I'm I'm feeling unwell. Mm. You guys have everything you need to do. Message yeah. me or just do what um, Reese did and just like all right I'm having two weeks off and then just everything yeah. stayed the same. Yeah, and his clients were really happy with it. Yeah, and then he just came back. Yeah, you know, which just shows the value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shows the value. So a, it shows you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think you just got to take the plunge once. So like mm. just do it. Yeah, like. They're going to come back. Yeah. If you're sick, man, like your clients care about you. Yeah. They're not going to be like, how hey, fucking dare you get sick? Yeah. Like, can't help it. <laughs> they're yeah. going to be like, are you okay? Like, yeah. you know, and then when the next time you see them, they're going to talk about it. And yeah. then you guys are going to talk about the sessions and whatever. And, and you'll sort it out. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The gym's still going to be there. Everyone's still going to be there. I think the biggest part is being prescriptive. Like, yeah. We talk about that all the time. Like being, pres- nev- if you ask. Yeah, of course. They're, like you're going to get an answer you don't want 99% of the time. We talk about that path of least resistance. Like what's easier? If you go away, I have no accountability and I can fuck around for four weeks yeah. or I have to fill out a form and do a check-in. It's, it's even just easy like just logistically. Mm. So they're just going to say yes. But yeah. if you just say, oh, we're going to do this, they're just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, no different to what, two and a half years ago when they just closed down the whole fitness industry. Yeah. It was like, online. you could easily say, oh, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. Or you just say, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, and they were two distinct paths that people took. Yeah. And very, very clear outcomes. Very different outcomes. And a lot of people struggled because they didn't ask the right questions yeah. and didn't command their business yeah. the way that they should have. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, like the, the reason we initially survived and went on to thrive during that period was we told all of our clients was it two weeks before yeah two maybe a week yeah. it looks like things are going to close this is what's going to happen when it does and the resources were done yeah and we didn't run a business that was reliant on um us being there as well yeah like it was a value all add. this stuff was in place yeah. yeah all this stuff was it was so it was literally just okay so this is where we're moving now yeah yeah done. yeah so in terms of setting it up um again this leads itself we always talk about it being tends to be better to get people on two sessions a week instead of three. Um, partly because of the catch up sessions is easier. Yeah. You can add a third session a week for however many weeks to make up that you've gone away. So that's, that's something to consider as well. So we offer two sessions and three sessions and just a little bit of like, most people do two pointing out the two, like, do you yeah. want to do this one? Um, which tends to help, but setting it up, like if you're going to go away for four weeks, and you're looking at it being like, oh, I've got 40 sessions a week. I can't do that. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you can add 10 to 15 for the four weeks before you go and the four weeks after you go, you're going to be sweet. Yeah. That's typically how I've done it in the past. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I've done that and I've just had like, if there's no session involved, it's, you know, your membership's this much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you if just, you've got someone, you can't physically make those sessions up. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So we just go to the, to the, to the a single session price usually yeah no no session yeah. um or single session rate yeah and then you you still have things coming in yeah so yeah yeah um yeah i think if you're if you want to take that like off the grid one catch up sessions are probably the the best model mm. if you're going to do check-ins and stuff you could yeah. probably get away with just the price change yeah it depends on the time of the holiday i guess As well too. yeah if you're taking a month off it's like it's, it's a, a lot. lot yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So you just that's again like, just have the have the membership. This is how much it is, and yeah. then have your sessions added in on top. So yeah. at least then you can just 
pick and choose how that works. Yeah. But I think a lot of people won't take the holiday because it's like, if you think about it, you've got to save for the holiday and then also save four weeks of income while you're away. I think yeah. that stops a lot of people from doing it. So yeah, I think if you can find a way, whether it is catch-ups or just bringing that price down to mm. do it, it makes you last like we talk about one of the main outcomes for us is allowing people to last in the industry. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Being able to actually take like a normal human four weeks off a year mm. and 10 sick days a year or whatever. Yeah. Being able to actually have that in your armory is like, it's yeah. probably a good thing. So like one thing that's undervalued, which I've had tremendous success with is subcontracting your sessions out. Mm. Yeah. It works Especially too. for a long period of time. Like I went to Europe for six weeks. Yeah. Um, so I just subcontracted the sessions out. Six AMs, your dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then yeah, I was just like, well, you're just. But this only works, guys, if you micromanage everything. Yeah. So you have to write the four to six weeks of their program. You have to let the coach know exactly who you're working with, what their goals are, all of that stuff have you know maybe like a few adjustments or maybe the course of like how things are going to work yeah you know i'm about a couple people in contest prep so i was like this is how this is going to work i obviously touched base with the coach while i was away because i was invested in my clients um so it only works like that i had a couple of people i took care of for other trainers Mm. and i was like okay cool so where's your program oh no we just do whatever or they just said you'll take care of it or whatever so it's like okay (laughs) so as soon as they started to experience the The way i did things (laughs) It just got really awkward by the time they come back because a lot of them or a couple of them were like, I don't want to go back. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is not how I, I can't. You yeah. can't. You have yeah. to go back, you know, <laughs> for the sake of, you know, yeah. um, us yeah. working harmoniously. In the go, same. Back, go back for a month at least and then you can come back. Yeah. So it, it, it just got awkward because, yeah. Um, yeah, they get to obviously experience. But if you guys are listening to this, obviously you'd be invested in you know, being the best. So you'd take care of all of those things. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, just have an agreement with whoever's taking care of the session. It's like you're getting paid for the time. You're not literally doing anything else outside of the gym. Mm. Um, so, and then it's just like they Which invoice Which means you can you. pay them fuck all too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's it. So you can literally go 50-50 on the session. Yeah. And it's like sweet. Yeah. You know, and so that was a really successful thing. And it's like they just invoice you when you get back. You've mm. got income while you're away. Yep. You've done all your saving and stuff and you just pay them when you get back. Yeah. Which is really easy. So, and very effective. You know, especially yep. if you work in like a, like a big box gym where most people... Lots of other you know, trainers around. Yeah, there's lots of trainers and you've got relationships with um, yep. other trainers and stuff and you trust them and yep. that stuff. You're just like, cool. And then, you know, it's really easy. It's like an introduction, maybe two, three weeks out saying, hey, I've got someone that's going to take care of you. Again, yep. being prescriptive. And then I just like, they'd meet in front of me. Mm. We just have a chat like, yep, they're going to take care of you. You know, your clients obviously trust your judgment. Yeah. And then they just work out, swap contact details, work out when those sessions are going to be. Sorted. You're going to say, yeah, they've got their program, everything, and you're good yeah. to go. So yeah. it's a very, very effective thing to do for long-term, long, longer holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's everything you need to be able to actually take off as a, take time off as a personal trainer. Mm. Um, so what do you do if someone doesn't have all of these things head to www.stcfitlearning.com uh, and check out the standout PT program yep. if you're already in a position where you're coaching people um, you're overworked underpaid you're looking to be able to start running your business instead of having your clients run it for you which is what mm-hmm. most PTs feel 
um, then yeah, jump on the website, have a read over the standout PT and we are happy to do a business assessment call with you as well, which is free. So we jump on, have a look at your current settings within your business, where the low hanging fruit is, what we can change uh, to start improving that. And then obviously stepping into the PT, the standout PT program as well. Easy. While you're there, if you're new and you're studying and you're just listening to this, like trying to get some information, which we get a lot on the, the Instagrams, um, check out our mentorship program as well, yeah. where you can come and work under the STT Fit banner for your first 12 months, mm. um, which already has all of this stuff and you can just plug in and play and train people, which is cool too. Awesome. Right. That's it. Thanks, guys. We've got a double episode to record next week. Oof. So stay tuned to the lives on the Lots IGs. Lots of talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, peace, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the episode. Don't forget to like it if you liked it and subscribe if you loved it and share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it. Don't forget also to head to the website for all our free resources, products, services, and merch. All right, see you next time.